and we're back with Butt Naked Hallmark. We have reached week eight of Countdown to <laughs> Christmas and Miracles of Christmas. Hi, Patty. Can you believe it? We've made it to the eighth week. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Chingai. I can't believe we're here. This is it. We've done it. We've done it. <laughs> <laughs> But guys, before we we do the celebrations, unfortunately, uh, this episode, it isn't all happy, happy news. There's still, for some reason, for some reason, Hallmark is still making shitty stuff when we should be building up. Don't you think we should be building up to the best of the best? Which, to be fair, they did save the bests for last, but we can't get all that sweet without some sour, so let me just jump right into it. It's a very sad day for me to report that Miracles of Christmas started out on such a high. And yet, and yet, we ended on such a low. Guys, I think for the first time, we're not even going to bother to say much about the first two movies from Miracles of Christmas. A Godwin Christmas Miracle of Love and Christmas for Keeps. So let me just, I don't know, do it in like a minute. (laughs) And here we go. So. I, I believe in you. Thank you. Thank you, Chingai. A Godwin Christmas Miracle of Love starring Catherine Barrel and Alberto for Fredza. Now that Joy has completed her education and is ready to fulfill her dream of becoming a nurse and follow in her late mother's footsteps back at home before the holiday and with no job on the horizon, Joy's interest is piqued by a volunteer opportunity out of town. There, she meets Eric, who is also at a crossroads. As they become immersed in the effort to build a new home for a family at Christmas, Joy and Eric both find a sense of purpose through a series of coincidences or... Godwinks, and a medical miracle, they begin to believe in destiny. Chingai, um, I won't waste your time. I have watched every single fucking Godwink because I like torture. And similar to um, Time for Me, Time for You, Time for Us to Come Home, it's been a pretty bad series. However, unlike Time for Insert Pronoun here, it did not get better this year. <laughs> Good points. I don't know. New people? I, I mean, I can't, I can't think of a good point. Good witch girl, I mean, the lesbian good witch, witch was there, and this girl just is a bad luck on whatever she's in because it wasn't great. Um, the bad and the ugly is that it was bad. I tried it. I tried the other god wings. I actually kind of like, oh, okay, that's not terrible. This one was like 2x from the beginning, and how can we make this better? Stop this fucking madness, Hallmark. Stop the Godwinks. I don't understand. I don't understand why we can't make something good. Give us the miracle we need and just end it already. Like circle of hell, Godwink. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. But more fucks for us to give. Unfortunately, we also have for miracles of Christmas. It makes me, it breaks my heart that it's two bad ones in a row. Christmas for Keeps starring. Guys, get ready. You're going to hear a bunch of no ones. And this is going to lead to nowhere, but starring <laughs> Krista B. Allen, Ashley Newbro, Mariel Scott, Ryan Rotman, and Carly Wong. At Christmas time, a close knit group of childhood friends returns home after 10 years to take part in the celebration of life of their beloved high school teacher. I don't think any of the movies this season deserved a 3X, but this one, I did it. <laughs> Chingai, I watched this on 3X. Okay, to be fair, I think it's because I was also trying to catch up. I wanted to make sure I got to the good movies and I had to get rid of this. And I'm like, oh, this has to get out of the way. Unlike a CCB movie where I turned my back to it, 
to be fair to this one, I turned my front to it. I was watching it. But I felt like it just like there was just so much going on that I was just like, it was depressing. They were trying to make it like, I don't know, heartwarming. They kept doing these flashbacks of this inspiring teacher. And I'm like, this group does not have chemistry. The one thing I will give it, one thing, is that it was diverse and that they paired this really hot white chick, Ashley Newbro, to a Asian guy who I wouldn't say is Marco Grazzini levels. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> so yay diversity. That's it. Why bother with an ensemble cast if I do not care about anybody on it? I think it was sad for me because I had high hopes for Krista Allen, who is, of course, Jenna Rink, young version, from 13 going on 30. And that really made me sad that she got this end of the stick. Why don't they put her in a lesbian Christmas movie with Joy, or rather with lesbian actress? Well, she's not a lesbian, but these are characters she played in Good Witch was lesbian. Why don't they pair them together and make a lesbian Christmas movie on Countdown to Christmas and just make it joyous? The thing is, Miracles of Christmas can do well. They did one December night. They did Debbie McComber. These are things that are like series, new, but wonderful. And yet we're stuck with these. So yeah, Chingai, I'm sorry. I'm I, sad. I feel like the, the cast was too green for Miracles of Christmas. I mean, we, we trust Miracles of Christmas to bring us like the experts, the masters, the the older set, and, and they just seem too young for mm. Miracles of Christmas. That said, that doesn't excuse the bad the bad <laughs> movie, the bad script, the bad story. I wish Krista B. Allen were in Countdown to Christmas instead. I think that would serve her better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and and the last of the not-so-greats this week. To be fair, there are a lot of silver linings in this movie, and I'm talking about the second sister swap, Christmas in the City, starring Ashley Williams, Kimberly Williams-Basley, and Keith Robinson. So when Meg Swift, we all know Miss Swift already, comes to Salt Lake City from her hometown in Hazelwood to see her sister Jennifer, who runs a local restaurant in town, still feeling the effects of losing their Uncle Dave, a change of scenery and project to dive into is just what she needs. When Jennifer and her teenage son Simon return to Hazelwood home from a pre-holiday visit with her family, Meg offers to help Jennifer's staff prepare for a competition among local restaurants. Whew! Okay, Chingai, we've watched the first sister swap and we had... I guess, higher hopes for the second sister swap because we love Ashley Williams. How um, Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater last year was freaking amazing. Ashley Williams brings the bacon. She is one of the staples who you know when you watch her. She's delightful. She's energetic. You just want to root for her. And to be fair, I still wanted to root for her here. However, I couldn't deal with the guy. I know last week you didn't exactly like Mark Declan. Well, it's your turn. It's my turn. Keith Robinson, I'm so sorry. I really wanted to give him a chance. I really, really wanted to give him a chance. But I just couldn't see the chemistry. Like, they had good banter. I thought they were good. Like, maybe, like, buddy, buddy. It kind of reminded me of Santa's Takeout, in which I was super rooting for Paul Campbell, but I didn't give a fuck about Tamara Maori. So why don't we just match Ashley Williams and Paul Campbell because she is like the level of Paul Campbell in terms of banter and in terms of energy and I feel like that would have been so so good and then you can put Tamara Maori with Keith Robinson sorry and give them another movie <laughs> and then I may never just watch that movie because I just don't want to watch it <laughs> counterpoint <laughs> counterpoint Patty <laughs> it's my turn 
I think oh. Keith Robinson was fine. He just wasn't good as a romantic lead. This mm. would have been better as a buddy comedy. Like mm. you said, yeah, a buddy mm. comedy. Maybe give Ashley Williams another love interest and not make the romance the central plot. This is fine. I, I, I think Keith Robinson was good as like a really tense, like Miles Crane type. But <laughs> he, he's not a good he's not a good romantic lead. And I think I think I'm just saying this because my pride doesn't want Mark Declan to win. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I like your self-awareness, and I like that you admitted that, yes, you just don't want Mark Declan to win this, but I think, at least counterpoint for me, I think he did win this. I'm sorry, an airplane just passed over the house, and all those passengers agreed with me that Mark Declan wins this round. I'm kidding. No one wins, but you know who does win from Sister Swap? The sisters. I adored their relationship, and I think that came through, and I think that is the most important part of all of this. So... Sister Swap, wonderful concept. In theory, not so great in execution. Forever, eternally grateful it was the Williams sisters, no matter how much we bash these movies. We're actually really happy for them. <sighs> all right. On to Shingai? better and brighter things. Let's move on to a countdown to Christmas movie. One of the royals, A Royal Queen's Christmas, starring Megan Park and Julian Morris. A prince finds his way to Queen's, during Christmas when a local woman enlists his help with a children's Christmas show. Looks like I ain't gonna make choir hours. Where am I gonna find a piano player on such short notice? Follow me, fancy pants. Love has only just begun. <laughs> you and Mr. Piano Man seem to be hitting it off. Sometimes your prince, your highness, is closer than you think. You should have told me. You and your family treating me like a regular person and I loved it. I must have been really slow because like I didn't even get that Queens would be like Queens in New York. So when that unfolded in the beginning, I was like, oh, okay. Okay, like speaking of Queens, this was so much better than Harlem, the Harlem movie, because we have a really handsome incognito prince. Can I just say, like I, I loved him in Once Upon a Time. Julian Morris looks like what did I say? Brian Greenberg and Matthew Good had a baby. He, he he's so he's so perfect as like this rogue prince, and he he just looked like he looks like he's having the time of his life when he's playing the when he's playing the piano, even when it's like joy to the world. It's like he's he, it's like the performance of a lifetime playing that song. Um, I I really liked him. I like Megan Park, even though her, her accent kind of dwindled and showed up and, and left and showed up again. That was fine. I really like the family dynamic. Mm, um, again, agree. we did mention back in that Carlo Marx movie, you know, <laughs> all that they can do with Italian, New York Italian families. And that's what they did here. They got it right. The, we got the bakery and the, the parents and the food yeah. and the accents. That was all that was all awesome. And of course, everything culminates at a charity ball. And then we also get his parents, right? And and I like that they're not super stuck up as royals. They're, they're still pretty funny. And so this movie really gave me Cinderella vibes. Like the recent, sorry, not the Camille Cabello Cinderella, but the, the Richard Madden, Lily, Lily James <laughs> um, Cinderella with, with like the yes. dad and the parents. And it, it, was, it was lovely. I, I think I'm really just sold on Julian Morris as a prince. I think 
I think mm. he has like the best eyes. He has like this crinkly eyed smile that that just lights up the screen and lights up my heart. I will have all the authentic <laughs> conversations with you about my life in the military. Go ahead, show up at my Christmas tree and surprise me. Prove that I can be treated like a princess. What do you think of this movie, Patty? I am with you. This gave me this. This movie was very for me in the same vein as very Merry Bridesmaid. And what do I mean by that? In that I had zero expectations coming in. In fact, I thought, "Fuck, this might suck." And yet, no, it's completely the opposite of sucking. It was great. We have watched so many Hallmark royal movies from a scale of zero to ten, and a lot of them have really been bad. And he has a natural accent to him, so that's one point towards him. Because when you have a when you don't have a natural accent, you're fucked. Um, <laughs> the parents are always a bit weird and stuffy. The betrothed lady is always a bit weird and evil looking. This one looked benign and normal. I really like how this was like just a bunch of normies becoming in like a movie. <laughs> this is what I mean when like this felt like the white version of like Holiday in Harlem a bit, where you're like, who are these people? But it, it worked. It worked. Mm-hmm. You can't put a bunch of random people together, make them eat pasta, and everything will be fine. Carbs solve everything. And I just really, really adore Julian Morris because right after we watched this, he came out as gay. And I'm just like, yay, I love it. <laughs> Delightful. Mm-hmm. The lead girl was, again, in the same vein as Emily Osment, where I was like, why the fuck is this person a lead girl? And then you get it. You get it when you watch it because it's like, oh, she's quite delightful. She's quite endearing. She's quite like, you can relate to her. I mean, I don't know if this will be the same for every single performance, but at least for this specific script and this specific movie, they did quite well, which to me tells me Hallmark face out the fucking oldies that we hate and put in these new girls because they're actually quite fresh and lovely and nice. And yes, more to Julian Morris, more to dude from Mary Very Bridesmaid. I still don't know his name, but yeah. I liked it. I liked it. I had zero expectations. And this one. <laughs> of course you remember. Of course you remember. <sighs> Chingai, that was not bad. That was a pretty good um, royal movie. I have to say, kudos to Hallmark. But we're moving on from the not bad. Yeah, we're, we're moving on to better and better and best. <laughs> See you then. And we're back with Butt Naked Hallmark. Okay, we're, we've gotten to the good part. I have just watched this live this morning. <laughs> we're talking about the very last new movie from <gasps> Countdown to Christmas. Tis the season to be married. Starring Rachel Leigh Cook and Travis Van Winkle. Looking for a fresh angle to her book on relationships, Mary heads to snow-covered Vermont. She finds a new perspective and Christmas cheer with charismatic aid worker Chris his name's Adam (laughs) isn't his name Adam (laughs) his name is Adam maybe they wrote this synopsis before they finalized the script I love it thank you Hallmark we still make mistakes my name's Mary Griffin love and relationship expert rule number one always be open and honest about your expectations for the relationship (sighs) I guess I've changed a little bit since last time you saw me yeah There we go. You really love Christmas. What is it that you really want, Mary? Um, Rachel Lake Cook always brings it. 
we had high expectations for this. And I am just so happy and proud that she did not disappoint and neither did Travis Van Winkle coming in clutch. Always, same as last year mm. with Project Christmas Wish. He just he just brought it. And I think that the the three named actors just do so great together. RLC and TVW making our lives easier with their shortened names. Okay, so we have another writer who's again <laughs> some relationship guru, but I, I like how she has to like flub her way. Through, <laughs> through her relationship advice, she gets found out that, that all she's been writing about is kind of fake. And she has, to, she has to right all her wrongs. I like that they didn't... I thought it, could, it would go one way where she's like having to lie the whole time. But, but they didn't do it that way. Mm. So that's like the plot twist I yes. did not expect. So that's we have the career trope going on. And we have, of course, her running into... The brother of her friend slash is she an agent manager or someone? So he's like the brother yeah. who she kind of had a thing with like ten years ago. Not sure. She thought he would be in Guatemala building houses, but no, he came home. And of course, of course, we get the money shot. <laughs> Travis Van Winkle in a towel. This is how you do shirtless. You're right, Patty. <laughs> this is what you do. This is the actor that you get to do those scenes. I mean, how would you feel with him like jumping into bed on top of you? I might never let him go, but that's neither here nor there. His his entrances were money shots. When he first enters the, the store, his parents' store, he's like, I'm home. And it's like, oh my God. And see, they didn't even open with him without a stop. That's the trick. Introduce him with clothes first, guys. Tease us. And then... As you guys know, we're actually um, sending out a message to Paul Green for scarring us with a... Not that we didn't know scene. that Travis anyway, has uh, potential in this department. Because Okay, if anyone watched you, which I know is a Netflix show, has nothing to do with Hallmark, <laughs> it's like the anti-Hallmark. We, we know what Travis Van Winkle can do. And, and I like how his character here is kind of like a spin-off oh, yeah. of that character where... Um, yeah, just a, lo- a, lot more, a lot more wholesome. Anyway... I like that. I like this opposites attract thing they have going, where he's just very concerned about you know humanity and like, saving people and being with the children, and and she's like mm. you know on this career path, quite self-involved, doing doing all these relationship things, and they're they're brought together, and it's just like this nice banter. Also, they just look so good together. I, I mean. You just want it. You can freeze frame every single so one of their good. scenes and have like this masterpiece looking back at you. They're just so attractive together. And I, I thought that we had found, you know, the best Travis Van Winkle pairing with Amanda Shaw last year. But no, I mean, he's he's versatile. He can go with anyone. He, he goes so well with RLC. No. Okay, I'm just like fixating on all these little things. Um. What else did I love about this movie? Like the family dynamic was good. I mean, all the extras were okay. We get the we get mm-hmm. the Santa guy from Snowden Christmas yes. on like Everyone. the channel. He makes his appearance as the dad here. <laughs> we have a boss with a with a love life. Everyone gets paired with someone, which is like a very Filipino thing to do in a in a in a rom com. But I like it. I really like it. I mean, they couldn't have chosen a better movie to yes. end the season 
with I love Travis Van Winkle's little lines where, where like all he wants is someone to tell him not to go oh, I'll tell you not to go <laughs> and when they were cooking <laughs> the, like s'mores on the fireplace and their knees are like barely touching they're just like kind of brushing each other mm-hmm. and then he cradles his hand as she makes a marshmallow sandwich I died I died Patty what do you think RLC is a queen. We know this. This lady has not aged since Babysitter's Club. She still looks that young. And in a non-creepy way, this is a non-creepy young thing. But for what I'm, what I'm saying here is that RLC shows up every so often in the Hallmark Cinematic Universe. And she always packs the fucking punch. Last year <laughs> with Grayson Hall, thank you for reminding me of his name because I forgot it. That movie was good. In fact, it was a bit great. But that movie walked so that she could run into Travis Van Winkle's hot fucking arms. Those biceps and all building of those homes were worth it. They are such a good pair. Travis Van Winkle's range is incredible. He can do sad single dad and he can do hot aid worker. What the fuck is this? Hot aid worker. Number one, can we fixate on that? Can we fixate on how Hallmark is really trying to open up the job sphere? Yeah, 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 we get another matchmaker, writer, girl. That's that's typical. But this aid worker bullshit, I love it. He has this, like, yes! beatnik, hippie, Greenpeace loving, like... And you know, like, um, his, his pictures, like, yes, like with all the of children, the they look real. It's like, does it, Travis Van Winkle really volunteer <laughs> in South America? Because cause that that's nice. I would not be surprised. <laughs> That would be amazing, and I can already imagine him like building, like digging wells for water for kids in Africa. Or like he, they said Chiang Mai, and I'm like, oh my god, is there like a VTL to Thailand? I gotta go to Chiang Mai now. Um, yeah, I am just so in love with this pairing. I was scared because you just don't know. Sometimes with Hallmark, you get two great stars, and then you get nothing, right? But we got something. This is the last movie of the season. How is that possible? And yet they made it work. <laughs> Just like you, I really love that cupping of the hand in the s'more scene. That, that shit killed me. It's those little things. Okay, so she was a bit clumsy when she went down to get like a piece of cupcake and then she rattled the whole thing. Yeah. But the thing is with RLC, you believe it. You believe anything she does. When she goes to the freaking airport and, and professes love and, and yells, don't go. Oh my gosh, those loving looks. He's just looking at her. The loving looks DM. He is just looking at her. And he does it for a beat too long. And you can tell her, they focus back on her and she's like, <laughs> what, what happens? What happens? And then he was like, okay. <laughs> and then I crumbled like a baby. Honestly, I felt all the feels. This is the f- best way to end this season, just like on an incredible high. TVW deserves everything, 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 everything. I would love to see RLC with Tyler Hines, just because I want to see her with Tyler Hines. Or Andrew Walker, but yeah, Tyler Hines. And I would love to see TVW with another three-lettered girl, BJL, because Bethany Joylands, once again, our queen, will do him justice. I am so in love with this movie. What a great way to! It is definitely a season. It made me marry. And this I don't is know, going into I, the I'm, rewatch I'm box, even outside oh, of yeah. Christmas. Oh, for sure. This is going into like triumvirate. Um, Travis Van Winkle. We need one more. We need one more to f- to finish the trifecta. But I'm gonna do a Project Christmas wish 
uh, rewatch. I'm gonna rewatch this because he is so good. He is such a rising star, and he doesn't do enough Hallmark movies, which I kind of like and I kind of don't like. I like it because when I see him, I really look forward to him. But also, like, I don't like it because I don't see enough of him. But I get it. If I see too much of him, he'll end up in a bad movie. The odds are higher. But yeah, sorry. We love him. We love RLC TVW. Yes, yes, yes. This the season to be merry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, we're not ending just that. When we're back, the last movie we will discuss for this season of But Make It Hallmark and the Countdown to Christmas season. We'll see you when we're back. And we're back. Welcome to But Make It Hallmark. Guys, we have made it to the final episode of the season. Well, not really. We have one more recap, guys. Please hang on, actually. You want to talk about it later after this. But as you guys know, we love rounding up. But before we do the roundup, we got to get to the last movie first. And that movie is Countdown to Christmas's reprise from last year's amazing movie. We get The Christmas House 2, Deck Those Halls, starring Anna Ayora, Sharon Lawrence, Robert Buckley, Jonathan Bennett, Treat Williams, and Brad Harder. And in the shortest synopsis ever, the Mitchell brothers compete to see who can create the best Christmas house. You know that show, Deck Those Halls? Yeah. They want Mike to do it this year. What's better than one Christmas house? We're not doing a brother off on live television. Two brothers competing for the best Christmas house. No fraternizing with the enemy. Dad, step away from the head. This is supposed to be fun. Promise me if you don't win this thing, you don't let it ruin Christmas. Is there any more romantic time than the holidays? When it's good, it's so, so, so good. Last year, we adored The Christmas House. It came on strong. It came in mid-season. It gave us the gorgeous Anna Ayora with her lovely voice, who I'm trying to channel this episode. Just kidding, guys. I have a sore throat. <laughs> but it's neither here nor there. Anna Ayora is still shining. One, two, handsome justice. Never forget. Mike, magic Mike, Andy, they're still here. They're still fabulous. Robert Buckley, even with his weird turn in a billionaire in Chesapeake Shores, comes back <laughs> to the roots of Mike and he is so incredibly charming still, but we get a softer side to him too this time. We really got to unpeel more layers to all these characters, and I'm going to get to that in a bit, but I'm just like top-level amazing. He's still funny. He's still sharp. Jonathan Bennett and his husband Jake, that couple was lovely. Guys, I know we're you know, begging for crumbs here in terms of LGBTQ representation, but they did it again, and they did it even more chilly, like, Nothing like, oh, we have to kiss on this one because, like, you know, we're showing that we're showing kissing gay couples now. But it didn't have to because they've just established, yeah, he has a gay brother. So what? Who cares? Love that. But wait, we get Treat Williams and Sharon Lawrence, the patriarch and matriarch <laughs> of this amazing family. And they're still so funny. If they gave me, like, Grace and Frankie vibes, they could do that level of, like, comedy when they were doing their, their play. Okay, so this is all over the place. <laughs> But guys, we get sibling rivalry. We get ex-husbands, who we'll get to in a bit. We'll get retirement. We get over-the-top montages of Christmas preparations times two, because there are two Christmas houses now. We get a reality show. We get reality show behind the scenes. And guys, I don't know if you know this actor, but we've mentioned him a lot, and we call him Mayor. Technically, I think he was a vice mayor. I don't even know. 
He was so good. He stars as Zane. We finally meet Anna Ayora's ex-husband, father to her child, Noah, who was okay this season. I mean, this, this, this time around. And fuck me, that husband. You can tell why Anna Yora has a child with him. <laughs> because finally, <laughs> he gets the supporting role he deserves. And I want to see more from him. Okay, everybody in this cast had chemistry. Everyone. I, I, I won't even go into like the basic plot of it. Because it, it had a lot going on, but it worked so well. So they have to do a reality show. They have to do um, two houses. They're competing brother against brother. The, the the competition is so good. In the same way, the sibling connection between the Williams sisters was amazing. The sibling connection between Mike and Jonathan Bennett was electric even more so now because we get softer sides to it. We see that Jonathan Bennett's character feels incredibly insecure as Brandon to his like super gorgeous, like handsome brother who's an actor and perfect. Meanwhile, the brother... Mike, Robert Buckley also showed some vulnerability and insecurity about like, no, you're actually who I look up to. I love that. But we also saw them being really petty, especially during the parents' play. <laughs> it was so good, Shanghai. It was so good. Everyone in this goddamn cast has chemistry with each other. Not just the pairs they were romantically paired with. When you see Sharon Lawrence take care of the grandkids. When you see Jake talking to Robert Buckley about like how to get engaged we get jack black again and he comes up in the most strange ways again and he's so good you see treat williams becoming really hammy and you know just trying to be like he he knows how to work the camera in ways that i just i'm just so in love i have i i'm, I'm bursting i'm sorry Chengai. what do you have to say because i won't stop i can't stop i love this movie i mean i i can't stop either i i love the 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 chemistry between the brothers um, Jonathan Bennett does like manic really well. That part where he drank coffee, he was <laughs> drinking coffee, and he was just like totally in like this fever pitch. And 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 then he switches when he has that authentic conversation with his brother, and he does show his vulnerability, yeah. and and he cries with his quivering lip. Oh my god, that was like <laughs> that really got me. And I mean, I I like how we see like the behind the scenes with Robert Buckley and Anna Yor. At Anna Ayora, where he 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 brings her lunch, and she's like, she's joking him about like the about his proposal, his supposed proposal that she has not, she doesn't know anything about, and all this before Mayor comes to town too. So yes. there's just a lot going on, but we're just like following it scene after scene after scene. I love the brother-in-law and and how he interacts with Anna Ayora. You know how they're yes. like the outsiders brought yes. into this family and when they have the talking head on the couch and they're just talking about the brothers, it was just so nice to just be, be part of it. You feel like you're part of the family in the Christmas house. And this all leads up also to the to the end of the movie where... You know, uh, we we find out that Jonathan Bennett's moving back to the town, and we that, that gives us hope that there may be a Christmas house three next year. I don't know, but I I sure hope so. I mean, they've set it up so that we can end with this, but also we can we can add on. And you know, this this is what we need to see year after year. Not the Godwinks, not <laughs> the pronoun movies. This one, this is what we need, and. But, uh, oh, okay, I think you, you'll be able to ID her. Why did the host of the reality show look so familiar? Where did she come out? She came from Virgin River. And she's been in other... Um, oh, she's been, yes, she's right. the She's the um, lady that really likes Vernon, the, the uh, right, doctor. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay, I think she was also it. in the hosty um, 
movie with Jesse Schramm and Wondry Hill guy, um, Chad Michael Murray, when they did the um, She Had Sons. And okay. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got I it. Think, I think yeah. that's her. She's the, yeah. She was the host. Mm-hmm. This is the best family-friendly film ever. Yeah. Okay, we need a universe like, yes. centered around this family. They're it's, so good. It's so good. They're so good. Down to like little parts of them like getting sad that they were the worst brothers in history, the worst sons in history, the way they really felt like they, the way they handled that really nicely too. Like it was real. They felt bad, remorse, and then they made up for it. How he came through for his brother in the end when the the... PAs messed it up and he came to the rescue and got the whole town to help fix the Christmas house how um, the talking heads were some of my favorite scenes because you see like this breaking the third wall kind of thing wherein you see them just being themselves and you know how we get the magic portion of it still the the engagement ring is so beautiful the the proposal scene was so wonderful how they handled oh my gosh yeah how they handled the ex-husband quite well in that i really love the conversations between robert buckley and anna ayora regarding the ex-husband because he is noah's father and he does need to show up and they do want to co-parent well but he was being a dick but they also had these like hey are you okay are you okay like checking in with each other this is such a successful way of doing we got together now what right and Mm-hmm. Were they living in the same house? It seemed like they, they were. were right? They were exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. also that small detail that they didn't make a big deal out of, like yeah, we all live together. Because when he was asking Noah's permission and how he said, "I need a costume for this," because it makes the hard things easier. Like I was just like, "Help! Help! Help!" It's these small details that make a movie so good. The way they didn't put like they had this like build up first of um handsome justice before you do like the opening card of like christmas house too it feels real it feels elevated this is how you do a christmas movie i am i'm so in love with this movie after this i'm gonna watch the first one and then the second one back to back because i need this cheer this is how you do christmas it's such a feel good thing and to book end it with treat williams <laughs> killing his scene in handsome justice was just was just perfect <laughs> The hams, they are so cute. I support every single character in this movie. I would watch a spinoff of every single character. I need to see the third movie. I think it will be fantastic. I think I want to see Paul Campbell penned script with Robert Buckley in it because Robert Buckley <laughs> is so good. Robert Buckley needs to do more Hallmark. He, d- he did it so well. He kicked this out of the ballpark. This is just like, wow. Good job, everybody. Christmas house to deck those halls. Please watch it. But also, do not sleep on this. The season to be merry. That is amazing. We come with two wonderful suggestions for this penultimate episode for the season. And we can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. But when we're back, we will never forget. Merry Kill Christmas Edition. See you then. Here we are with Mary Kill for this kind of up and down episode. I'm interested in finding out your fucks, Marys and Kills, Patty, and also everyone else's in case you'd like us to know we'd love to find out. <laughs> All right, let's start off with our kills this week. Who are you killing off? I'm killing the Godwin cast, past, present, and future. I just want them to go. And, like, really, if I had to choose, like, a specific character, I would just kill the, uh, 
lead girl from Good Witch. Sorry, like when she, I just can't. I can't deal with her. Okay. No, no, thank you. She she's cornering the market on the on on leads that are named Joy. By the way, why is she always named Joy? <laughs> exactly, named Joy exactly, exactly. Her. Anyway, Michael is the theater <laughs> girl from Christmas for Keeps. I understand we didn't even talk about the story, but oh I hated God. her. So yeah, she's gotta go. Oh my God, she was. She was annoying. She was. She was so annoying. What was her point? What I, was her point? I mean, point? I understand that theater Nothing. people can okay. be irritating, but I like them. I didn't like this one. Yeah. <laughs> this is already too many seconds spent talking about her. Fine. Bye. <laughs> All right. Who are you I fucking, mean, It's got to be the aid worker. <laughs> I just, I, I'm a sucker for, for hippies who help people. I love <laughs> I mean, it. I'm from a third world country. <laughs> you could come here. <laughs> Help me. You can help me by fucking me. <laughs> that is aid. And I can help you. Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. I am fucking the ex-husband mayor, Zane. Oh, of course you He's so are. Handsome. He's really, really handsome. And yeah. I don't think he deserves the producer and that she doesn't deserve him rather. He deserves someone better. So I think that one is me. I.E. you. <laughs> Mayora, Mayora. Mayora. Yes. Oh my gosh. He's really hot. We need more of him. And he always gets paired with like mm-hmm. uglier, like secondary stars. I'm like, the fuck? Give him someone hot. Come on. That's me. I'm fucking the mayor. Who um I'm hoping he's like I rising up the so. ranks. Though. I mean, yeah, maybe by next year he'll 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 be. Oh my gosh, him. it's it's about fucking time. He's him, Jason McKinnon. Yeah. I think that's something we need to do in the roundup episode is like <laughs> who secondary stars need their own movies next year. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who are you yeah. marrying? Okay, I'm marrying Robert <laughs> Buckley. <laughs> I married him as a billionaire. I'm going to marry him as a magician and as handsome justice. I'm just going to marry him all the time. Robert Buckley <laughs> is my pick. How's, how about yours? I'm marrying your aid worker that you fucked. <laughs> oh! <laughs> he can have me on the side. Oh, please, take him. Take him on the side. I can't, I can't get over this. Travis Redwinkle is so hot. I think I fucked him as a dad last year. I'm, fuck- I, I'm marrying him again. I married him as a dad, I think, even if he had a kid. I want to check my notes on that. But I'm marrying him now because no kid. Uh, so safer, easier to marry. Um, but also, oh my God, that shirtless scene was just enough. Just enough. And it, they made it comedic. You know what I mean? They, made, they didn't make it, they didn't make mm-hmm. it like, oh, I'm trying to be buff. No, they made it like, oh, we're both embarrassed. I like it. Oh, and yes, by the way, I'm hot. So yes. I'm marrying TVW. <laughs> Hot with a sense of humor. I mean, that's the perfect. He's perfect. We know this. <laughs> anyway, we want to thank you guys for joining us again this week on But Make It Hallmark. If you haven't followed us on our socials, if you haven't liked, subscribed, shared this with friends, what are you doing? Help us out. Help us help you. Help you help us? I don't know, but we all want to help each other. And it's a season of giving, so give us that five-star rating. And follow us on our socials at Make It Hallmark on Twitter and at But Make It Hallmark on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Hear your thoughts. Who did you like? Are we all TVW hosts? Yes, we are. And hopefully we'll see you guys next week, wherein we will discuss our favorite movies from this past season of Countdown to Christmas and Miracles of Christmas because God knows there were a lot of good ones but there were a lot of shitty ones too. (laughs) So, 
Thank you, Trinkai. Sounds like 2021 <laughs> in a nutshell. All right. We'll see everyone next episode. Bye. Bye. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.